Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Brett Bowe, Pastor Jason Goodham, and myself continue our Bible study on justification, looking at an Old Testament passage in Genesis chapter 15. Welcome to Being Lutheran. This is Pastor Brett Bowe, and I have with me Pastor Jason Goodham and Pastor Brian Rickey. Yes, we're here. We're podcasting. We're here. We're podcasting. We're talking about justification. On yeah. a beautiful day in North Minneapolis, right. just a few blocks away from a few fires. And <laughs> this is fine. Pray, uh, pray for <laughs> pray for Minneapolis, yes. people are listening. You know, this episode Please, yeah. uh, will air two weeks after we've recorded mm-hmm. it, and we, at that point in time, have no idea what Minneapolis is going to look like. Uh, we had the riots a month ago now, mm-hmm. and since mm-hmm. then, it has been utter chaos on the streets. The gun violence is out of hand. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of broken and hurting people, and there's a lot of opportunistic crooks out there taking advantage of the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially for you, Brian, being a pastor of a church in North Minneapolis, right. you were yep. right smack in the middle of all this. Yeah. The rioting got very close to my congregation, mm-hmm. but... We are tucked away a little bit more into a sheltered residential area. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while it's real, it's not it's not as raw as it is for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it it was interesting because someone and I still haven't been able to find information that was shot just mm-hmm. a couple blocks away from the church at a gas station, and that gas station got broken to and looted. And then there was a convenience store a block away from the church. And then the studios three miles south of there in North Minneapolis that we're at now, mm-hmm. and there was a gas station a block and a half south um, that got burned down. There's a coffee shop a block up mm-hmm. that got broke into. So yeah, I was really close, and yep. we um, the 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 week that all of that kind of broke out, we Pastor Ben and I just decided to uh, um, have a, an outside prayer. Um, vigil for Minneapolis and for our neighborhood. And we actually had people from the neighborhood come and join us. And I really Mm. appreciated that. And, uh, you know, I think that this is, this is, there's a lot of tragedy here, but none of it's surprising to God. Mm. And I believe he has already made provision for us as the church, the body of Christ to be and become a part of the solution. And I think that right now our theme verse has to be um, slow to speak, quick to listen, and slow mm-hmm. to get angry. Yeah, that James, really has to be yeah. our theme verse for the next coming weeks and just listen to people and empathize with them. How can I pray for you? How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Regardless of whether we agree with their, maybe their view or not, just really loving our neighbor as ourself as best we can. And and so I, I, I'm hoping, I'm just seeing this as an opportunity. Does Do I have despair? Absolutely. I mean, I just had to take a break from the news for a couple of days yeah, and, yeah, and just... Right. Just say, God, help us and just mm-hmm. pray. And um, I've really challenged my congregation and myself mm-hmm. that when I start feeling like complaining, I'm going to pray. I'm just going to stop and pray. I'm going to take the energy that I would normally put into complaining and griping about things, and I'm just going to pray. And um, so far, God's reminded me every time <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to complain. And I'm just like, okay, Good. yeah, God, you know, just, just have your way here. Open doors up, mm-hmm. bring opportunities. And uh, what I love for this not to have happened yeah, but it did. Mm-hmm. And so here we are. So It did, and it was probably necessary because we had all grown comfortable with turning a blind eye to the, the realities. And you know, I've been mm-hmm. reading some of the testimonies from black people in the community or who are a little bit higher profile online, and you don't realize 
how often they're targeted yeah. in doing normal things just because they're black. And that's a tragedy. And that's, uh, my eyes have been open. I think as I've been addressing the issues in my congregation, because we're impacted by it too, the, the theme verse that's come up for me always is weep with those who weep. Yeah. And, mm. and really mm-hmm. and ties into what you quoted from James is you want to have a listening ear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so often yeah, our response to good. problems like this is that we want to fix it and have it go away. But the problem with this is it's not mm-hmm. a fixable problem. This oh, is a yeah. sin that comes from right. the depths of original sin. Right. And in the very first sermon I preached after the riots, um, we actually had to move our service from out of South Minneapolis mm. and we had it on the campus of the, the Bible college. Um, the, the question I asked in the middle of the sermon is we should not be asking, why has this happened? Mm-hmm. We should be asking, why doesn't it happen more often? Mm. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we all want to pretend like this is just some sort of curable character trait yeah. and that we can move mm-hmm. past. And it's, it yeah. comes from the depths of original sin. It's endemic right. to our characters. And it kind of reminds me of, I don't know where the quote came from, but the, instead of asking what is the world coming to asking who has come into the world yeah. mm-hmm. and I, you know, thinking of focus on, on Christ and yeah. preaching Christ and him crucified and in these days. Yep. And I'm telling you, un- uninformed generalisms do not help anybody on either side. Mm-hmm. And that, that has been the thing that has grieved me more than anything is that it's always about from our perspective and an unwillingness to really walk a mile in someone we may not agree with shoes. And I think if we could do that, I think there'd be a lot less polarization, you know, all over the place. But, you know, again, we're humans mm-hmm. and we're prideful. So, but, so well, I'm thankful that today yes. we're talking about justification. Justification, Yeah. If you couldn't get enough after the last four yeah, episodes. We, the, the four episode lesson plan we had uh, over the last month. Now we're going to take those lessons and look how they're drawn directly from scripture. Mm-hmm. And, and it's kind of a fun exercise because mm-hmm. if you're going to do four Bible studies, uh, which four are you going to pick to talk about justification? There's only about a thousand different <laughs> verses we could go to, but we've got, right. we have four good passages to talk about over the course of the next four weeks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, our opening one is kind of the standard, mm-hmm passage uh, to kind of set up the topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's You'll find in a lot of systematic theologies, uh, a lot of quotes of the mm-hmm. theme verse in the passage. Yeah. So, Mr. Systematician over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you, you read through the confessions and you read through like Peeper's systematic theology or other mm-hmm. Lutheran systematic theologies and you're going to have Chemnitz. Genesis Chemnitz. Chemnitz. <laughs> or Chemnitz right. or Gerhard or... Uh, I actually just got that. I ordered a set a long time ago, yeah. and justification just came in the mail. So oh, nice. great. Yeah, that's good stuff. So, yeah, Genesis 15, mm-hmm. 6 will mm-hmm. be the focus, but we're going to jump in, and it, you know, Abraham becomes a key point for everyone to be following in the Old Testament from the New Testament perspective of mm-hmm. justification because you had the institution of circumcision mm-hmm. and Paul uses that in Romans to talk about how Abraham wasn't saved by works, he mm-hmm. was saved by faith. Yes. Um, 
The red thread of scripture. The red thread yeah. of scripture. You have Jesus arguing with the Pharisees in the Gospels, saying we're children of Abraham. And and Jesus is like, you know what? DNA doesn't matter nearly as much mm-hmm. as you guys think it is because God can raise up from these stones children for yeah. Abraham. Yeah. And so we're children by faith mm-hmm. of Abraham and yes. not as oh, Gentiles. Yep. Not worried about those <laughs> those chemically organized double helixes that are in one, every one of our cells. So, yeah, that's yeah. the setup. Good. Well, let's read the text. You can open your Bible to Genesis 15 with me. I'm going to read verses 1 through 6. And as Jason mentioned, verse 6 is especially the key verse that we're going to uh, key in on. So Genesis 15 says, After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Fear not, Abram, for I am your shield. I Your reward shall be very great. But Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless. And the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, Behold, you have given me no offspring, and a member of my household will be my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, This man shall not be your heir, your very own son shall be your heir. And he brought him outside and said, Look toward heaven and number the stars, if you are able to number them. Then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. And he he believed the Lord, and he counted it to him as righteousness. Amen. Here ends reading. I love. There's so much here. Yeah. You know, it's that unconditional uh, promise, and Mm -hmm. and and then covenant uh, of that that was really repeated in the Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. That one would come from the lineage of Adam and Eve, and now through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and then again repeated to King David. But that unconditional covenant that God would be the one to provide the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. of course, we see an incredible illustration of that in Genesis mm-hmm. 22. God himself will provide the lamb. Yeah, yeah. And, he, right. and he did. And, mm-hmm. wow, you know, just, yeah. But um, I just read that story in the Jesus storybook, uh, Jesus Bible storybook with mm-hmm. my kids. Is that the is that the um, CPH one or is that the Sally Lloyd-Jones That's the Sally Lloyd-Jones one, okay. yep. And... Had a my five year old was asking a bunch of questions about that and and well where is he gonna die you know the <laughs> Isaac and and that whole story but yeah well it's it, it just so happens that Genesis twenty two is the pictorial evidence of Genesis fifteen six mm-hmm. Abraham believed the Lord yeah. and he credited to him his righteousness that belief is expressed in Abraham going to sacrifice his own son. Mm-hmm. And the, the the great commentary in scripture from this mm-hmm. is Hebrews, yes. which yeah, said right. Abraham didn't have an expectation that there would be a, an actual ram caught in the thicket. Mm-hmm. Abraham went into this believing God would raise the dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's where the faith of Abraham lies. And it really colors our understanding of what's going on. And I think, you know, the the American church has done a disservice to so many credits Mm. because even now our default reaction to hearing Abraham believed the Lord Mm -hmm. is Abraham did something. Abraham responded in some way. And that reminds me of John Mm -hmm. 6 where Jesus is having that conversation and they ask him that question, what should we be doing to be doing the works of Mm -hmm. God? He turns and says, believe. Yep. You know, and it's interesting how, you know, we look at chapter 22 in that account and just to confirm what you stated about Hebrews, he says to his servants that went to the mountain with him, I and the boar are going to worship and we will return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that little statement is such a powerful yep. and potent statement by, by Abraham. There, there's so many joyous hidden nuggets mm-hmm. like that, that yep. if you're just reading it as a narrative or as, you, or as a book, you're going to miss it. But like Abraham's confession in Genesis 22, God himself will provide a ram mm-hmm. or a lamb for the sacrifice. Right. That's a confession of Christ. Yeah. And I, by the counsel of scripture, I am led to believe Abraham was aware Mm-hmm. That it was a confession of Christ. Right. And, it wasn't, uh, and yeah. if you think about it, how sacrifice was was instituted before him, because um, you know, I, I I'm conv- I'm convicted of this that the the skin that was clothing um, Adam and Eve after the fall was that sacrifice, and then Abel was was giving sacrifices, as the writer of Hebrews talks about. Noah gave sacrifices, so sacrifices were already an intrinsic part of God's uh, God of God's people mm-hmm. of something to look forward to, uh, something that pointed forward to something greater, you know, in, in the mercy of God. Mm-hmm. Something else dies in our place. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, you know, like you said, Genesis 3 starts that and everything after that, that theme mm-hmm. of substitution and yeah. the theme of a better clothing run mm. all the way through I, scripture. I love those types of themes that, mm-hmm. yeah. that you can see in different parts of scripture. Yeah. So when you study a portion of scripture like this, I can imagine mm-hmm. maybe some of our listeners might be asking this, is like, how much do you use the New Testament to interpret the Old Testament? Mm-hmm. All the time. Uh, I mean, it's to go into a passage and not use the whole counsel of Scripture mm-hmm. is to do a disservice to the message of the yeah. Word. Amen. And I feel right. the same way. I just think it's important for people to understand that as we look at these Old Testament yeah. passages. Yeah, what's what's that old statement? And maybe it's too cliche, but the the new is in the old contained and the old is in the new explained. Something Ooh, like that. Some, yeah. Yeah. yeah, something along yeah. those yeah. lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's, you know, 66 individual books mm-hmm. by how many 40 some odd 40 authors, authors mm-hmm. and yet it's one book with one message and so we should expect and in fact actively be looking mm-hmm. for similarity in language Absolutely. allusions yeah. with an a yeah. um, all of these should flow and even you know reading through this there's so much, so hmm. many dots to connect yeah. from from the different places in Scripture. You know, you have uh, Abram, I am your shield; your reward shall be mm. very great. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I wish my Hebrew was a little bit better yeah, to know right. what the difference between that translation and yeah. the older translation that I learned the verse from. I am your very great reward, mm-hmm. but but the concept of reward. Mm-hmm flows through scripture Absolutely. and yeah. and this uh, is offspring yeah offspring. Not, not your favorite band yeah <laughs> one of your favorite bands yeah. and how, how galatians the apostle paul does an incredible commentary on this verse yeah in chapter yeah. three and, and verse 16 but that yeah. whole little the section seed of the woman around, mm-hmm. yes yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. he says offspring not offsprings right you yeah. know singular meaning is yeah. pointing to one particular person and yeah. that is such a beautiful commentary on this portion of scripture mm-hmm. well, and if you bounce back to verse four god tells abram you're your very own son mm-hmm. shall be your heir. Yeah. That's Isaac, right. but that's not only Isaac. Yeah. And this is a commentary with what we were talking about in the previous articles on the Augsburg Confession mm-hmm. on the humanity of Christ. Right. Your very own son is going to be the heir of these promises right. that yep. you, your stars will number or your descendants will number sure. the stars of the sky. And, yep. and, and I, I think that that's helpful to think about all of the everything verses one through five leading up to this as 
gospel. And yeah. so it's not as if this Abraham believing is happening in a vacuum. It's God is preaching his promises, the gospel to Abraham and the response, the what God is working in Abraham is belief and trust in his promises. And that's as, as united of a theme in scripture as there is. The, the mm-hmm. key to what you said is God is preaching. Mm-hmm. So for Abraham to believe, he heard the gospel. Mm-hmm. He heard the promise from yeah. God's word. In Abraham's case, he heard it directly from God himself. It's <laughs> pretty but, good. <laughs> but, you know, in the case of going to church, we hear it yeah. from God himself too, right. because God's word is carried to mm. our hearts and our minds by God's oh, spirit. I love that. I, I love being a preacher. Uh, <laughs> well, it's yeah. it's humbling, yeah. but it's also relieving at the same time because it's humbling that, wait, God is speaking through me as I'm in the pulpit delivering my sermon. That's terrifying at times. Yes. At the same time, I have this great freedom knowing even if I preach a dud of a sermon, mm-hmm. as long as I preach God's word, God's spirit is doing the work of creating faith, of convicting of sin, of mm-hmm. comforting with the assurance of salvation. All of those things are happening, you know, and, and we've, we've mentioned on here multiple times, I tell people, you know, a lot of times the the best job description or explanation of being a pastor that I can muster is that God still speaks through talking donkeys. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've done my joke is like yeah. in the old Testament, God used the front end and now he's using the back end with me. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, this is what happens. God yeah. preaches his word yeah. and Abraham believes. Right. And so this concept of faith that Abraham musters up trust Mm-hmm. inside of himself is entirely foreign mm-hmm. and alien to not only the Christian faith, but to this passage. Yeah. Okay. Abraham heard a promise yeah. and he believed the promise. Well, even the thing you brought up about shield and reward, shield protector, uh, mm-hmm. the Hebrew word uh, that's used is, is, is protector, a shield, and then the Hebrew word for reward is like wages or payment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am the wages payment. of sin and death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, it's kind of, you know, you, you kind of think about, judgment mm-hmm. is that God is just and the justifier. I think we'll probably talk about that yep. in a few episodes, yeah. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> but it is, it's like, you know, God's justice involves the consequences for rejecting his mercy. Yeah. But his justice also means that he provided a way of salvation because he was unwilling to leave us without hope. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that is an incredible thing to try to, to wrap your head around, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, the the really funny thing in all these images, and we should probably say something about the shield of faith in here. God is oh, Abraham's shield and yep. the shield of faith. But the thing we haven't gotten to is the whole reason this passage is talking about justification. Abraham believed the Lord and he counted it or yeah. he credited it to him we need to talk about as that. righteousness. That's counted it as righteousness. Yeah. That's as, that's as justification-y as you <laughs> possibly can get to coin that's the word. word other yeah. than vocation. It's Ju- a, just, justification-y. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Abraham didn't receive uh, God's declaration as his just rewards. Mm-hmm. God declared him to be righteous mm-hmm. because of Abraham's faith. So God gave Abraham the faith mm-hmm. and then he declared Abraham to be righteous on account of that faith. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is the definition and the nature mm-hmm. of justification. And mm-hmm. this is, you know, as far back in the history of organized religion as mm-hmm. you're going to get, because Abraham was the father of the Jewish people and he's the father of all those father of faith. Abraham. Yes, and he's Sims. the father of a really unfortunate VBS song. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. But this is this is what it looks like. Yeah. It's we are credited 
mm-hmm. as being righteous. We are counted a, a banking term. as being righteous. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. we are not made righteous. That's sanctification leading up to eternity. Mm-hmm. We are counted as if we already are righteous. Yep. And in fact, we already are righteous because of God's declaration. Mm-hmm. Everywhere in scripture, God says something is so. It is so because God does not lie. Right. Amen to that. Yeah. Gosh, I just want to keep going on, but I suppose we should try to. Well, it's probably up. a good time to wrap it up, or we're going to be talking for another eight, nine, <laughs> right. ten oh, minutes on the subject. We're right at the twenty-minute yeah, mark. Say, but, have a little bit shorter episode. You know, you you think about all of all of the images in here. Yeah, and, and exactly what it is saying. So. Verse one, the word of the Lord mm-hmm. came to Abraham. So you have the word of the Lord. You have the significance of the shield. You have the significance of the reward. Uh, you have Abraham's doubts and his objections, which <laughs> the people of God have a long and inglorious history of mm-hmm. doubting God's word, of, of questioning yeah. God. And and one last thing, I, I, I wanted to write this down, but I was driving when it came to me. I was driving here. Uh, if your take... Uh, away from this passage is the depth or the amount of Abraham's faith as as of some Mm. sort of sincere trust. Mm -hmm. You only need to look at Abraham's response to Pharaoh in Egypt and to Abimelech in Philistine to realize that's not what we're talking about here. No, no, no. And even where he came from, just he, he believed in other gods. He was... You know, he was an idolater. Mm -hmm. But when when faced with the test of his faith, Abraham twice, not once, twice said, Mm -hmm. she's my sister. Well, and then you can also go (laughs) down the Hagar road too, you know, not trusting. So the thing that I, I, what I appreciate about what you're saying is that listener, if you think that Abraham is a much more extraordinary or has something different or more than you do, that's not the case. God, you know has made provision for anyone who trusts in him in that promise of the offspring Mm -hmm. of who Jesus Christ is and that promise throughout there. And that's what justified Abraham, not anything he had or not anything he brought to the table. No, no no adverbs. No, no. Romans four makes Mm -hmm. it clear. And even Romans three makes it clear. Galatians three makes it clear that this was totally and entirely God's grace and mercy. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and we should clarify here because we live in a culture where we need to qualify ourselves to death or it means we denied some other aspect. There is room in the Christian faith for talking about a deep and sincere trust of God. But that is a fruit of the spirit. That is a part of, as we're sanctified, Mm -hmm. I I know dear saints who are mature in their faith, who trust God and remain calm during the storm, during the hardest of trials. I've known people who have been diagnosed, treated and died of cancer who walked through the whole process like it was just a small blip on their radar. And God be praised for their example of faith. But when we're talking about saving faith, Mm -hmm. that is always a gift of God. Mm -hmm. It always comes from outside of of us. And it is always a measure of who God is, Mm -hmm. what God has done, and what he has said, rather than any sort of response we are having. Amen. Yep. All right. Well, I just thought it'd be appropriate to read Galatians 3, verse 16. Now, the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring. It does not say, and offsprings, referring to many, but referring to one and to our, who the offspring, who is Christ. Amen. Amen. 
Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also, invite a friend to check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Please join us next week as we continue our Bible study on justification. God bless you and have a great week.